Welcome to the Jamoti Podcast. We are all surrounded by amazing coaches and leaders. So let's get an inside look at not just what they do, but how they do what they do. After all, becoming the best versions of ourselves is Jamoti, just a matter of doing it. Coaches, the Jamoti Podcast is powered by Shoot360. The future of basketball has arrived in Dallas-Fort Worth. Shoot360 combines the latest sports technology with the fundamentals of basketball skill development. The result is a one-of-a-kind video game-like basketball program designed to improve your shooting, dribbling, and passing. Visit Shoot360DFW.com to learn more and register for your free one-hour workout evaluation. Shoot360, the future of basketball is here. What are some qualities that great leaders possess? You know, I think nowadays, one thing we talk to our leaders about a lot is just you, you have to model what you're, do, what you're talking about. Because I feel like now more than ever, people are just looking for reasons to bring people down, you know? And so it's like the one time you make that mistake or the one time you don't do what you're supposed to do, it's like, all right, well, he's, he's full of it, you know? Yeah. And so that, that's one thing we talk about in our program in general is just like just being yourself. You know, and so we've got some guys that are really good players that they don't need to be leaders because they just they have a, a different way of doing things and it, and it works for them. But, you know, they're not necessarily going to be able to check every box that we want um, guys to do. And so, you know, that I think that's the biggest thing for me is being real with yourself and like us being able to have real conversations, player coach to are you able to do these are these are the standards that we have set. And it's not a lot, but are you going to be able to hold up your end of the bargain so that when others aren't doing it, then you can you can speak up and you're gonna you're gonna have credibility when you say it because everyone's seen you do these things for you know however long that time period is. And so um, that's the number one thing to me is you you have to be able to to meet the standard uh, consistently. And that's not to say I mean we all fail, right? Coaches, whatever, we're all gonna yeah. make steps, but. I feel like if guys know your intentions and they know your work ethic and they know that you're about the right stuff, then they're going to hear you. And then you, we all have the guys on the teams that speak up and say things and you can just kind of look around the huddle and everyone's like, ah, you're saying this. Like we know, cause I mean, you know, they're around each other all the time. So they know, yeah. they know what people are really like. And so I think for us, we've started to try to empower more leaders um, but just because you start in that group doesn't mean you stay in the group. You've got to, you got to hold up your end of the bargain. And yeah. so we've had guys that we've had conversations with them kind of stepping away. And I've had guys reach out to me and be like, coach, you know, I don't think I should be involved in this. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. So it's, uh, it seems very simple, but it's a really hard to do, mm. you know, it's hard to hold yourself accountable to that, to where you, you can keep your credibility with the group. Yeah, Gannon Baker said you can't coach what you don't possess. And I think there's a, a part of that, too, that is the same with your leaders. They can't lead if they don't possess the qualities or they don't hold up to the standards that they're asking their teammates to, to also live by. Have you been able to move a, a player more into a leadership role even though he doesn't maybe want it or uh, doesn't always possess those qualities. I have, I've, or, or I've, I've struggled at times. I see this kid, I see qualities that he has, but I, I don't know if he really wants it. Have you ever been able to 
enable and help a kid actually fulfill that role, even if he doesn't see it? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, I've been at multiple different programs kind of starting over and and that's always a unique part of that is trying to figure out who your leaders are going to be uh, when you're taking over and trying to get buy-in and what it is that you're trying to do. And so oftentimes we've had guys that weren't leaders with the previous staff become even here. I mean, our leader that, you know, the last last year and will be next year was not that um, prior. And I, I think it's confidence and empowering them. You know, a lot of it is, hey, I'm seeing you do this, 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 and this, which is what, this is what we need from a leadership standpoint. Um, you know, you're holding up your end of the bargain here. Even though you may not be comfortable speaking out right now, like I'm, I'm going to be able to use you as an example for others when we're having conversations of what they should be doing, right? Which that's leadership in itself. And so what I've seen is as you kind of give them that uh, confidence that they're doing what they're supposed to do, they start to take more ownership of the group. Like, okay, well, yeah, I am. I'm, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And, you know, why aren't these other guys doing what they're supposed to be doing? Um, and then just kind of encouraging them to have those conversations. And it, it might not be with everyone because everyone, you know, doesn't take things the same way. But a lot of it is like, hey, can you talk to John about, you know, taking the weight room more seriously? You and John are friends. You hang out all the time. Like, can you facilitate that conversation? You know, like starting there and then it just kind of seems to grow. So I, I don't think you can necessarily force a leader to just, if I'm an introvert, to be the guy that's, you know, speaking at the end of practice every every day and telling everyone what to do, right? Yeah. But they can still have those one-off conversations and can still be a guy that we can point to like, okay, well, if you're trying to mirror someone, mirror him. Um, so I do think it's it's, I've seen it happen and it's, it's fun to see the confidence grow in guys as they um, just kind of step into it and, and become more comfortable with it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, that's a really good point. Do you remember Terrence Thomas? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Terrence, uh, our junior year at Baylor was pretty rough and, and him and Dave Bliss just did not get along. And I would just kind of say if there was one player that was in the doghouse the most that season, it'd be him. Well, everything happens that summer. We only have six players the next year, and Scott Drew comes in. And Terrence just transforms to the best leader we had, the most consistent captain, all smiles, all energy. And I think you you kind of alluded to it. Sometimes you have guys from another program that were feeling a certain way, acting a certain way. But then when they're given opportunity and when that opportunity meets the right culture, then they can flourish. And I just saw that in Terrence. And it seems like you've had that ability to create that for some players as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's a lot of conversation, right, about what, what it actually looks like. And I, I think that is probably in most things where there's not an understanding of what it actually is. People are are hesitant to take it on. But if it's like, okay, well, this is, these are just a few things that I expect from you if you're going to be considered a leader. Oh, I can do that, you know, and then it's, it's empowering. Yeah, that you, you set those expectations for them. But then also, like I was trying to think, of, I've always thought, why was Terrence so miserable at value? I don't think he felt valued. Uh, by the previous staff like his role didn't matter that he wasn't contributing to winning or to the team in any way 
And a lot of that maybe came from conversations that were had, you know, directly in front of the team sometimes, or maybe even behind closed doors. Or then you take a coach Drew or approach or like you, um, here, here, Terrence, here's the expectations we need from you. Oh, and by the way, you're, you're going to add a lot of value to what we do when you do these things. I mean, I think, think that's a recipe for empowering players. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Thank you for checking out today's episode. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast, share it with your fellow coaches, and find us on social media for what's coming up next on the Jamoti podcast. It's just a matter of doing it.